Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get ready to buckle up and take a ride in your favorite concept car. Welcome to Kids and Cars. This show is all about cars and hosted by two kids who know a thing or two about cars, even though they don't drive. On Voice America Kids, let's get it started in revving. Here are your hosts. Thank you. Welcome to the program Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And... Uh, we're so excited to be back on our uh, talking to you guys. Uh, I hope you guys, we hope you guys enjoyed our last show. Yeah, we had so much fun doing it. So um, we have a Facebook page. You can check it out. It's just Kids and Cars on Facebook. Same name as our show. So, yep, same name as our show. <laughs> and um, just check it out. Like us on Facebook. You know, you can comment and uh, suggest things that you would like us to talk about on our show. So yeah, check out our Facebook page, Kids and Cars. Okay, so today we were driving home from swim team. A couple of my friends and I, we were in the car, and we were driving home, like, crack of dawn, right? And we got into the habit of playing this game. It's called Penske, or Yellow Car. Anthony, have you ever played this game? I've heard of it, and I try to avoid it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, it is a lot of fun, and you can totally drive your parents crazy with this game. So the game is you, you look for Penske cars. You know what Penske cars are? You know they're, like, big, and they're yellow. Yeah. Not hard to hard to miss. So right. <laughs> whenever you see a Penske car, you tap the person next to you and you go, Penske. And then if you see a yellow car, you tap the person next to you and you say, yellow car. And for every Penske you hit, you get 10 points. And for every yellow car you hit, you get 5 points. And if you see a yellow motorcycle, you get 50 points. But I'm not quite sure that motorcycle thing is actually in the game. We kind of made that up just well, for fun. Usually, hard to spot. usually in the intense version that I've heard of is where you punch the person, and yeah, I, well, I try to stay away from that. Well, it got a little violent I'm in the car today, but it was okay. No one got hurt, you know. No tears were shed, but it was a lot of fun. We, just, it was loud. Pressure on my mom was dripping crazy after that. She, yeah. Well. Well, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about the Cars 2 movie. We went and we saw that on opening day. That was a lot of fun. Well, Anthony, I'll, you were... All right, I'll, I'll talk about it. Okay. okay. Well, we got at the theater, and me and my dad, we walked in, and it was totally full. Like, the guy said it was about 85% full, and that's, like, insane. Because, you know, you'd think it'd only be, like, 60% full or 50 yeah. And then... So then my dad's like, sit down, I'll go wait for Riley. And then I sat down, and I saw this girl with the headband, and I thought she was Riley. And then by the time they got there, they tried to buy tickets, and it was sold out. So then we got a refund, and we hung out at the mall, and then we went back a few hours later, and we saw the movie. Yeah, and then it was, like, so hot outside. And so we're, like, waiting out there for two hours, like dying of heat we're like when's the movie gonna you start a snow cone i bought a snow cone i didn't want a snow cone. <laughs> it was good it was grape <laughs> it was grape well yeah well so and then we had to we got back and we went the guys at the movie theater said we can come back an hour early before the movie starts and go watch it or not watch it get in line to see it so the we, queue we line got, got there. huge yeah and i didn't think the line would be super long but it was like really long so we had to walk all the way down 
down the theater and get in line, and we had to wait and wait and wait and wait. And when we thought the theater would open, it opened like 10 minutes after we thought, so we're standing there waiting and waiting forever just wait, for the you, theater to open. You have to mention the adorable three-year-old that was like playing peekaboo with your sister. Yes, that was so funny. <laughs> there was a three-year-old in front of us, and we were playing peekaboo, and, and he it was, was like, really peekaboo, cute. and then it was like, aww. It was really cute. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, so... We're going to talk about the movie first. So, Anthony, what did you like about the movie? Like, what was your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part? I, I didn't really have Don't a f- give anything away. I'm not going to... I'm, try- I'm going to not to. That doesn't make sense. Okay, but <laughs> I'm not going to give anything away. I don't really have a favorite part. Let me think of mine while you tell yours. Okay, well, I think my favorite part was... Was probably any scene that Mater was in. Because he was just like... The funniest person ever. Like, I don't know. It was just really funny. I like the scene when he was talking to like that Finn McMissile guy in the agent. The agent, car, yeah, the dude. agent car. <laughs> when he was talking to him, and he was like, "I can do karate," and he started doing the karate moves, and then he really oh, that was so good. That at was that. pretty funny. Yeah, I think I think I liked all the racing scenes because those were cool. Yeah, because I don't know, they were just beautifully crafted and i could totally see how awesome they were when i watched it and i i love that where where did all the races take place again it was like okay it was japan and then england was the last one and the middle one was italy the middle one was italy okay out of order (laughs) yeah well that's okay so you're listening to the voice america kids network the show is kids in cars i'm riley Waite, and i'm anthony erdo and we're still gonna talk about um cars to the movie so not just cars, cars too. Cars too, <laughs> the movie. It was so much fun. Um, so anyway, continue with what you were saying. We were talking about the racing. Oh yeah, it was called the World Grand Prix. Do they have one of those in real life? Do you know? I have no I clue. Think, I don't know. They probably have something called Grand Prix, and then I get. Well, I'm sure they have something called Grand Prix. <laughs> Maybe the World Grand Prix. Grand Prix. The World Grand Prix. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay, Anthony, I have a question. What was your favorite character in the movie? Uh, I don't know. I like I like Ramon, and I like the hippie guy. Those are They were in that, the Cars 2 movie as much as they were the first one. Oh, yeah, because it doesn't take place in Radiator Springs. Yeah, they were really funny. And then I like that, uh, I like that one guy. I can't remember his name. Who are your favorite characters? My favorite character, again, was Mater... Because he was really funny in that movie. You know, just the witty tow truck he Larry is. Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy, yeah. It was just really funny. And, like, the way he said stuff. And it was just made me laugh. So, yeah. I like the first movie more. But that, you did? Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah, my favorite characters were actually from the first movie. It was the, it was the tuner guys. And it was like. The tuner guys. You remember what? the glowing guys? And then they made Mac fall asleep. Oh yeah. yeah, they were Those my favorite. Those four characters that are like all there was like snot pimped rod out or whatever. Yes, yeah, Snotrod and, and Boost and I, the Flame guy. Or was I think that, that was snot Boost. Rod? No, no. Oh no, that was Snotrod. And there's a guy with like six fins on the back of his car. I that think was, cool. was that Boost. Or Probably. Maybe Boost was the purple guy. I don't know. And then there was that guy <laughs> that played the music and <laughs> made him fall asleep. Oh, that yeah. <laughs> okay, well anyway, so um, the movie was really good. I really liked it. Um, did you like Anthony? Yeah. For the most part, yeah? Yeah, mo- mostly. I thought the story was a bit incoherent at times. But other than that, it was it was an enjoyable popcorn movie. 
enjoyable popcorn movie. Yeah, I really liked it, and it's all about this. This movie is actually all about Mater, and like yeah, not was, as much. He was the main character this time, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, he was the main character. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like all about him and like him getting to do all these cool stuff and and. Then <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Anthony's microphone just fell. <laughs> it's like, and I saw it and I was like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns around. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was just funny. Um, but anyway, the movie was definitely my top 20. Yeah, I was well, telling my mom my top 20, and it, it turned into 50. <laughs> this was Pixar's worst-reviewed feature. <laughs> really? <laughs> to date, yeah. Oh, I really liked it's it. It's got, like, horrible reviews. It's got, like, it's, well, it's mostly, like, the reviewers didn't like Mater, so they're like, oh, we don't like Mater, so they give it a bad score. And then the other reviewers are like, yeah, this movie was funny and stuff, and then they give it a good score, pretty much. Yeah, well, I've heard both reviews. So I've re- I read some reviews that said it was like pretty good, and other other reviews that said you know it wasn't like their best. So my favorite review site gave it two out of five. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I like them too. <laughs> well, um, the the movie was all about um, Mater and how how he went. Well, you have to start first that Lightning Queen was invited to this World Grand Prix event. Oh yeah. To well, showcase the guy's oil. Yeah, to showcase some Sir Miles Axelrod's oil, and he took Mater with him. Well, it's him. not oil. It's, like, alternative fuel. Okay, yeah. keep going. Well, <laughs> anyway, so he took him with him. He took Mater with – Lightning McQueen took Mater with him on the Grand Prix, and Mater ended up meeting these two spies, and he helped, like, save the world. Not really, but – If I told you any more than that, it'd be a it'd spoiler. It'd be a spoiler alert, yeah. So I'm not going to spoil evil the Professor movie. Zundap. Yeah, there's evil Professor Zundap, and then – the the main agent dude, Finn McMissile, Finn McMissile he was pretty cool. And Holly Shiftwell. Yeah, Holly Shiftwell. Yeah, Holly Shiftwell could fly. I thought that was so cool. I'm like, I've never heard spoiler? of a flying car. Uh, you'll see. <laughs> no, because she was flying on a commercial. So I don't think that's spoiler alert. That's true. But yeah, but so it's a really good movie, and um, everyone, y'all should go see it. So okay. um, let's take a break. I'm Riley Waite. I'm Anthony Erdo. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. When you're 10 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 10 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 10 and on to 11 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 10, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. 
The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the program Kids and Cars on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And we're going to continue talking about Cars 2. We're going to talk about, like, the cars from Cars 2. That's that's good. Okay. guess not that good. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so the first car I wanted to talk about was Lightning McQueen. So, Lightning McQueen. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, yes. Voiced played. by Owen Wilson. He's yeah. not actually Owen Wilson. That'd well, be weird. Yeah. He's kind of Owen Wilson. Well, half I mean, Owen Wilson, he's half Owen animated. Wilson's voice. Okay, well, uh, Lightning McQueen is an anthropomorphic race car. Wow, I felt really smart saying that word. Anthropomorphic. anthropomorphic. It's a fun word. And... People probably don't know what that word means because I didn't know what it meant and my mom didn't know what it meant and everyone we asked didn't know what it meant. So it just means having human characteristics, which means like he has feelings and a face and can talk. And you're talking about like a microwave or something. Like, but it's microwaves like, aren't No, like if you wrote a book and the microwave, and it was like the microwave was very angry today, that would be giving a microwave anthropomorphic traits. Exactly. Well, Lightning McQueen is just a generic race car, and well, he has design influences um, from the Mazda Miata and the Dodge Viper, so he's kind of a couple of different cars in one, but a generic NASCAR car. Yeah, pretty um, much. But in the first movie, when he got repainted by Ramon, you know, when he got his stickers taken away, uh, he he looked like a Chevy Corvette C1. Well, that was the paint job. That was the paint job, Similar. Yeah. yeah. Similarities. Um, okay. Well, anyway, since he's a generic NASCAR, I'm going to go ahead and talk about NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR stands for National Association for Stock Auto Racing. So I didn't know that, so that's just You know, I have mixed opinions. I have mixed opinions on NASCAR. Really? Like, when I play video games and you drive around in circles, it's, like, super fun. But yeah. then when I watch NASCAR, it's like, why am I watching this? But then sometimes <laughs> there's a crash, and it's like, whoa! And then it's like, Psh, <laughs> and then you hope no one dies after oh. it's over. Okay, I have some really fun facts that I totally didn't know about NASCAR. Go that, for it. Yeah, they're weird. Mm-hmm. Um, NASCAR, not really weird, just weird to me because I don't watch NASCAR. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> uh, NASCAR is the second most watched sport. In the U.S., uh, only football beats NASCAR. Football's the really? one. Yeah, I didn't know it was watched that much. Me neither. Really? You learn wow. something new every day. That, that's true. Uh, oh, and more racing fans come out to see the events, to see like race car. Yeah. Racing. Yeah. <laughs> more than any other major sporting event, so it's like big. I went to a NASCAR race once. You did? I've never gone to one. And I sat in one of those, like, fancy booths. Oh, fun. Like, I don't remember why. I think, my, like, the church I was at was invited to an event or something. And then we I, we got to sit in the fancy booth. Cool. And then when I was younger, I was at a NASCAR race, and I was, oh, I think I was, like, four. And, <laughs> oh, gosh, too young. And then it was so loud, and I was miserable because I was sitting next in, like, the regular seats mm-hmm. where the cars are really loud. Yeah. <laughs> You're vibrating. That was probably my first super loud experience. Cool, yeah. And did you know the website NASCAR.com gets over one billion hits a year? That's one-eighth of the world. 
the world is eight billion people, right? That's a lot I think people. it does, but yeah, that's one eighth of the world. That's a lot. Really? Or a lot of people are visiting it more than once on different computers and stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, um, oh, unlike other sports, its biggest race or Super Bowl is the first race of the season, the Daytona 500. That's their biggest race since the first one, not even the last one. I didn't know that. Me I, I mean, I've heard of the Daytona 500, but I didn't know it was like the biggest race. So just just wondering, um, do you think more men watch NASCAR, you know? Knowing the answer to this question, probably not then. <laughs> okay, well, 40% of the fan base is women. That's That's actually a lot. Yeah, more than any other sport. Because usually 40%. certain stuff is male or female dominated. Yeah. And well, that's, that's 40%. Cool. It's, it's almost even. Yeah, Al- I know, right? Almost even. That's cool. Yeah. Wait, how do they know that? How do they know that? They're smart. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, okay. So you know how like the, the race cars, they always have the, the stickers or the advertisements on them? Yeah. Well... It costs around a million and a half dollars just to have the company name on the trunk lid. Only the trunk lid. It costs a million and a half dollars for a NASCAR race car. That's a lot. I know, right? Well, you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is Kids in Cars. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And we're going to continue talking about cars, too. We'll have uh, one more question about NASCAR. Do you, Anthony, I don't know if you know this, do you know who won the Daytona 500 this year? Um, wait, wait, can I guess? Yeah, totally. Dale Earnhardt Jr. No. Is, is that a person? Yeah. Okay. He's okay. a race car driver, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was a guy, and his name was Trevor Bain, and he was the youngest guy ever to win, and he was 20. That's, well, is that, that's young. Yeah, twenty is pretty young. Yeah, to win NASCAR. Yeah, definitely. Anyone the Daytona Five Hundred, which is the big one, the big one. Well, <laughs> coming back into cars from cars too. Yes. You know, there's always NASCAR. Mater. Mater. Mater the tow truck. Where the cable guy? Larry the cable guy. <laughs> Mater the tow truck. Love him or hate him. I loved Mater in the movie. He was so funny. Okay, well. Mater was based off of the 1951 International Harvester, which is a truck. So, yeah. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. He actually looks more like a 55 to 57 Chevy or a GMC, but he's really a 1951 International Harvester. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, To be more specific on that, um, he was inspired by a 1951 International Harvester L170 boom truck. <laughs> That's boom a lot of information. Truck. Yeah, I know. But he also had elements of mid-1950s Chevrolet one-ton record trucks. Record tow trucks. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or a GMC. But I like saying that Chevrolet one-ton record tow truck. It's a, it's a lot name. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, and here's, here's something interesting. Um, in America, in America, the first commercially available tow truck uh, is said to be uh, the 1917 Holmes truck. Um, as the story goes, um, in 1913, a Cadillac driver 
helped his friend retrieve a car um, using three poles, a pulley, and a chain hooked to the frame of the car just to pull the car out. I think it was like a pond or something. I don't know what he was stuck in. But uh, it took several hours, and the Cadillac driver uh, came up with a better way to pull cars out of sticky situations. So he inadvertently invented the tow truck? Yeah, I guess so. That's well, pretty cool. And then um, <laughs> Ernest Holmes Sr., the driver of the Cadillac, um, began manufacturing and selling tow trucks. So, yeah. So he was the first one in America to do that because I guess somewhere else there was someone who invented one earlier. Maybe but. I'll accidentally invent the hover car. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be like, I, I knew the person who invented the hover car. Yeah, he's like my buddy. Probably <laughs> like this. Um. But yeah, so today, Holmes remains an important manufacturer of tow trucks. So, After all these years. Yeah, and most modern tow trucks still use his design, his basic little design he designed when he didn't mean to make a tow truck, but he did. We saw and now a, we use them everywhere. We saw a tow truck on the highway. On the highway, driving here. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty <laughs> cool. Anthony turns and goes, look, a tow truck. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're talking about that today. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, and then there's, in the first one, he wasn't in the second one, there was Hudson Hornet. Um, Hudson Hornet was actually a real racing car. I did not know that until she told me. I was was totally surprised. I'm like, really? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) And um, Paul Newman was the voice of him. And he actually died in 2008, but they didn't replace him in the movie. Um, but the guy who played Fillmore, Fillmore. the hippie dude. my fa- um, One of my favorites. George Carlin, I think. Is that how you say his name? Yes. Yeah. Um, he got replaced, but Paul Newman didn't get replaced. So I thought, found that pretty interesting that one got replaced, but one didn't get replaced. But yeah, I guess that's what they wanted. I guess they just needed Hudson Horn, the first one, and... Not so Hudson Hornet in the second one. So let's take a break. I'm Riley Waite. I'm Anthony Erdo. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're 
listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the program, Kids and Cars on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Riley Wayne. <laughs> I'm in the air now. <laughs> Anthropomorphic. So I, I just had to say that word one more time. That's a fun word. Just everyone try that. Ready? Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. That's just a lot of fun. It's a fun word. Okay. Uh, we're just going to continue talking about cars, too, because that's what we're talking about today. So another car that was in Cars 2 was Finn McMissile. He was that agent guy we were talking about earlier in the show. Voiced by Michael Caine. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I think I did. You told me in the car. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Oops. I've I like, just put highlighter I, on my hand. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Okay, well, anyway, Finn McMissile, he, he looks like an Aston Martin. I, not just an Aston Martin. No, well, he looks like that, but he's based he's off like, several cars. He yeah, just, I, he's uh, the color of the Aston Martin, like the one that James Bond drove. Yeah, well, that's what it's like. You know, it's like it's like James Bond meets Disney. You know, and like, cars and cars. <laughs> um, it's like it's a kid-friendly James Bond action thriller. So yeah. Well, anyway, Finn McMissile looks like an Aston Martin, but not just an Aston. Not Martin. just an Aston. <laughs> Aston Martin. It looks, it has different parts from the BMW 507, the Volvo P1800, or is it 1800? I thought it was Volkswagen. Is it Volvo or Volkswagen? Didn't. didn't what, what did I tell you? <laughs> okay, it's one of those two cars. One of those two. You can look it up if you're that curious. Yeah, <laughs> and Aston Martin D D five because Anthony no D B five. Oh my goodness! <laughs> On the phone I said, "Is it D? Is it B B five? And you're like, "No, it's D D five." No, I I'm said, like, "Oh, I said, so D is in dog, D is in dog five. You're like, "Yeah." No, I said D or B is in boy. Maybe I said <laughs> D is in boy. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it's an Aston Martin D B five, and it's also made from the Peerless GT, and GT. Is stands for like Grand Grand Turismo. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> Thank you, because I knew I read that somewhere. So, um, yeah. So he was a really cool character. You know, it was like he just could do all sorts of fun stuff in that movie. You know, he had lots of gadgets. Gadgets. It's like, oh, he's got, oh, and you're always being surprised. Yeah, it's like, I didn't know he could do that. Well, of course you didn't. I like it when Mater got gadgets. If we talked any more about that, that could, like, ruin your Spoiler fun, though, alert. So. yeah, so we're not going <laughs> to talk anymore about that. Um, but we have more cars from the movie to talk about. Yes. So, Anthony, you know, want to talk about Professor Zundap? He was a Zundap Janus. They're adorable micro cars. <laughs> it's cool because the door opens from the front and that yeah I, I saw that you like open it and then you get in and then you close it and the steering wheel is right there it's like that reminds me of the bmw isetta and uh my grandpa loves to rant about that car and how much he loves it yeah <laughs> anything else on the that, that's Janus? pretty much it it's not it's not the most interesting car in the not world the most interesting car most it just looks cool like if you world. looked it up and you looked at pictures of it it's it's an interesting it's, it's car. It's cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. And then there's another character. His name is Tomber with a T. I had to tell her that. <laughs> because I thought his name was P. 
Tomber with a P. <laughs> but it was Tomber. So I didn't know that. But uh, his car that he was in the movie, the car based off him, and he was based off this car in the movie. I get that right? Yeah? Okay. Um, was the Reliant Regal. Um, the Reliant Regal was a small three-wheeled car. Um, it only had three wheels, two in the back and one in the front. I thought that was kind of interesting. I thought it'd be hard to drive that, you know? Do you have to balance it yourself? Well, when um, Top Gear, they took the Reliant Robin, which is the successor of the Reliant Regal, yeah. and they like, like they just drove it around England, and they were like <laughs> turning really hard, and the car would flip over, and then they just ask a pedestrian for help, and it was like so. Oh, that's really it was funny. really funny, and then like every time they drive it, it would like flip over, and then finally they turned it into like a rocket, and they tried to shoot it into space, but it like failed. They tried to shoot it yeah. into space. I, I guess forgot. It's something small went for so, it. Something went wrong. I forgot what happened though. <laughs> that's really. That's really funny. It was it was a cool episode. I think I think they have the section of both of those parts on YouTube, so you could probably look that up. I I will look that up for sure. Okay, well, <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is Kids and Cars. I'm Riley Waite, and I'm Anthony Erdo. and we're gonna continue talking about Cars Two. See a pattern here? It's like Cars Two, Cars Two, Cars Two, Cars Two. Well, there's a lot about it. It's a good. Good thing to talk about. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue talking about the Reliant Regal. That's just fun to say. Like anthropomorphic. <laughs> I'm just going to say that like seven more times, I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway, we... Uh, Is Tomber your favorite character? Because <laughs> you you seem to really like him. <laughs> it's just, just cool. You're like, he's got three wheels, <laughs> and you got really excited. <laughs> he does have three wheels, right? Two in the back and one in the front. You know, it'd be like, whoa, leaning this way. Whoa, <laughs> leaning the other way. Um, well, this vehicle, vehicle, this, this vehicle, um, could be driven on a motorcycle license. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It doesn't have to be a car license. It could be a motorcycle license. Well, yeah, motorcycle licenses. Well, in America, last time I checked, it was, well, that was in the United Kingdom. It was three wheels or less for a motorcycle qualification. Cause there was one time there was this Dodge. Can I ride a unicycle? I don't know if they have motored unicycles. <laughs> I, I was just getting used to three wheels or less. Well, so. one time there was this Dodge, uh, and it was like a motorcycle. It was a concept. I don't want to say concept car because it was a motorcycle, but <laughs> yeah. But they, the reason it like never got made ever because it had four wheels, and then it had to be put under a car, and it didn't meet the safety requirements because it oh. was a motorcycle. Oh yeah. Because it it had so much torque because it was like a speed bike, oh, and it yeah. was like really awesome looking. And since they couldn't reduce the amount of wheels, that they never made it, which really stinks because it was awesome. Oh, I totally can't I'm remember sorry. what it's called though. Um, also talking about the uh, Reliant Regal, um, the two the Disney film Cars Two, uh, the the character that this car is Tomber. his name is Tomber. <laughs> He's a French character. Um, uh, his name, Tomber, means to fall in French. Which is funny because the car's on three wheels three and it wheels. falls a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just clever how they thought of that, you know, like three-wheeled car, let's name him Tomber, to fall, you know? That, that is pretty Which clever. Which is interesting because in the clever. movie he never fell. Well, the, Did you notice that? Well, he, he didn't like fell. turn hard and fall, fell. Yeah, he had good handling in the movie. He did. I don't 
Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about an animated movie. He had good handling. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so he was just really cool. I really like talking about him because three wheels. I've never actually seen a three-wheeled car. You don't see those in America. Well, have you seen that? Uh, they sell it now. It's like a motor. It's under motorcycles, and it's got like it's like a trike. It's got yeah. two wheels in the front and one in the back. Yeah, but that's not like the car. That's like a motorcycle. You know, like you've seen those before, but you true. haven't seen one of these before. That that is very true. These are just cooler looking. They're like. Weird. You should buy one. I'm sure they're pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> one tire. One tire less expensive. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> go ahead and you want to talk about, about lemons? What? You should start. Do you have do you, do you know about the gremlin? No. You don't know anything. I know a little bit about the gremlin, okay, well, yeah. but not as much as you probably know about the gremlin. Okay, well Oh what? wait, why we're talking about lemons. We should tell them that because oh, that's well, kind of well, important. There's spoilers. Revolve. No, involved. not okay, really. Okay, well, the bad guys in cars, the henchmen are lemons. That's all I should really tell yeah, you. Yeah, the, the, the bad guys, the henchmen are, are lemons, and they're like, it's like lemons against the, the okay. non lemons. No more, though. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> going to give away anything okay. else, or Anthony's going to call spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm paranoid about spoilers. I hate Me seeing too. them. Okay. <laughs> and I'm about to become one. Okay, well, the Gremlin is a subcompact car from American Motors Corporation, AMC, introduced as a 1970-and-a-half model and produced <laughs> their 1978 model year. I liked how it's 1970-and-a-half. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Mustang, Mustangs, they, they, I've seen Mustangs, like 1960-and-a-half model year, because I guess they mm-hmm. changed a lot. That's weird. Yeah. It is weird. Well... I, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. It's easier kind for of. classification, sort of. Definitely. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Probably, most likely, yes. Well, let's take a break. I'm Riley Waite. Am it? He's Anthony Erdo. Keep it right here. Who am I? You're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paws Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show.
Welcome back to the program Kids in Cars on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And, and we're going to continue. Talk about lemons. Yeah. But I didn't tell you what a lemon was, so I'm going to talk about what a lemon is. It's basically like a car. They you don't really have them now, but back in like the 70s and 80s, they had cars and they would come out and they would stink and they would break down all the time and they'd have maintenance problems and stuff. And that's basically what a lemon is. I think, don't they have lemons now, just like cars with flaws that like had a problem? Well, well, no, those are cars from that age. But I mean, they don't have, they don't make cars cars that would be called lemons anymore because most cars say don't break down horribly every month or so. (laughs) Okay, I see where you're going with that. You want my car? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Perry. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Okay. Um, So we were talking about the gremlin. So, Anthony. The AMC gremlin. The AMC gremlin. So, Anthony, if you want to continue talking. Okay. Well, the AMC gremlin was introduced on April 1st, 1970. April Fools. (laughs) Competing with the Chevrolet (laughs) Vega and Ford Pinto, which I'm actually going to talk about. um, As well as imported cars, including the Beetle and the Toyota Corona. So... Yeah, lots of people thought it was ugly, and but actually it was like the nerd car. The, like the nerd car of the 70s. That's what it would be considered. It was like, oh, you drive a Gremlin? Well, I'm driving a Dodge Challenger. I'm so cool. But now they're actually be, they're becoming popular again as collector's items. So that's pretty interesting, the way the tables can turn. But then again, pretty much everything from the 70s and later is like vintage now. So it's like vintage, and then it sells for like 10 times as much. I mean, it happens in the car world, and I've seen it a lot in the bass world, so I play bass. Okay, the Pacer was also made by AMC, and its initial design started in 1971, and it was released in 1975. Yeah, it's also um, sort of a hatchback-type vehicle. I think that would be the right word to describe it, a hatchback. Oh, okay, and here's the the competitor of that car, and the gremlin is the ford pinto now uh, there's lots of stories of this one it's um people are concerned i mean first of all people thought it was an ugly car but then second people uh there was debate about the safety of its gas tank design because originally there was like this bolt or something and then when a collision happened the bolt would run into the gas tank and cause an like a fire an explosion of fiery flames and dangerous stuff and then originally there, and then originally it was said that Ford, that instead of deciding to fix the cars that were being made, they decided that it would be cheaper to actually just pay off the families who had died from accidents, which is kind of mean. But then, it, but then when people started complaining about that, they fixed it. But it was already too too late because the reputation was, oh, this car's going to explode. Yeah, so that kind of stinks because it's like. I mean, at first they were mean, but then they realized, oh, we'll fix it, and then they fix it, and then it's like, oh, we're not going to make the car anymore. Yeah. Oh, and here's the Yugo. These cars, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they break down a ton, and they're ugly. It was actually voted Car Talk's worst car of the millennium. (laughs) (laughs) Yugo, in Spanish, means yoke. Thanks to my mom for coming up with this because she speaks spanish and i would not have known this it means yoke and that means used of something that is regarded as oppressive or burdensome 
which is <laughs> which is kind of funny because really the car funny. was burdensome when it came to repairs. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know. A lot yeah, of stuff it, you'd be talking about, uh, about these. the factory stressed the need cars. for eighty nine octane gasoline for the low compression engines, and the timing belt was required to be regular, regularly replaced because it was like the certain type of timing belt, and when it wasn't replaced, it would like get out of time and break the engine. Okay, well, there was this incident in 1989. 31-year-old Leslie Ann Pluhar, driving a 1987 Yugo over the Mackinac Bridge in Michigan, died when her Yugo was blown over the bridge's 36-inch railing by a 50-mile-per-hour gust of wind. Holy cow! The incident was widely publicized. Well, your reaction to that was priceless. Okay. With the make <laughs> of the car amazing. prominently identified. While the Mackinac Bridge Authority's chief engineer initially thought the car was exceeding 45 miles per hour speed limit enforced on the bridge, it was later discovered that Pluhar had panicked when the high winds made driving too difficult and stopped the Yugo on the bridge. The act of stopping the car denied it the downforce generated by forward motion. And along with the car's lightweight, it blew the Yugo right off the bridge. That's pretty crazy. That is ridiculous. <laughs> like you're driving on the bridge, like, like, oh, it's too 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 fast, and then you stop, and then it's like, ah, and you fly off the bridge. That would stink. Like you're <laughs> just going along driving, and then all of a sudden it's like, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that would. That's horrible. That One form of a lemon is called a cut and shut or clipping, a form of body collision repair based on buying a wreck car and sawing off the wreck section to replace it with a matching section from another similar car. So if like if like let's say you go to a junkyard and you uh-huh. buy a gremlin and yeah. the doors are busted wait, that's not right grammar. Broke. The doors are broken. <laughs> so then you saw off the doors and you weld pacer doors on there. Nice. And then you weld a pil- a, a pinto gas tank on there. I mean it's like totally unsafe, but it looks kind of cool. I've seen pictures. I saw this one car. It, it was like a limo because they cut it in half, oh. and they t- took a bunch of midsections from other cars, and they added. It was crazy, and it had like That's... had like twelve doors, <laughs> like six doors on each side. It was that. I've it was pretty. Crazy. Never even heard of anything like that. Like, that's so weird. Random. Random. <laughs> Very random. Twelve doors. Twelve okay. door car. Now, I'm going to talk about a question submitted by a distinguished listener, Mr. Evans. Yeah. Oh, and if you have questions or want us to talk about anything on the air, like, email the show at voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Or you can check us out on Facebook, too, because, right, we talked about that, Facebook page. Okay, um, black boxes. They have these in cars now, because I'm sure you've heard of them in airplanes. Like, have you heard that old joke when it's like, how come, they say the black box always survives the airplane crash. Well, how come they don't make the airplane out of the same stuff they make the black box? And then everyone laughs and stuff. (laughs) Okay, but they have those in cars now. And they have two different types. The EDR, the electronic data recorder, it's only for crashes. It records typically the first five seconds before a crash because it's like temporary memory and it's always going through it. And then it records what happens during a crash. So... Let's say if you get into an accident and the other person is speeding, but you have no way to prove it, and they have a black box, through a court order, because the data from black boxes is owned by the owner of the vehicle, but if a court order was passed and then the vehicle could, or the police could take it from the vehicle and use the information, and the other person was speeding, it could be used against them in court and stuff. But the VDSR, the Vehicle Status Data Recorder, 
it records pretty much all times, and the data is used by the manufacturer for mechanics and engineering. Or, so the mechanics and the engineers who work for that company are going to say, oh, look, this car breaks down in this certain way. We've seen it many times. And then they fix the problem, which is a good thing. But the other problem is that, like, when it could void your car warranty. Because this guy, he was going to buy a Nissan GTR, and he decided, no, wait, I'm not going to buy this car. Because it said that the information used from his black box could, like, void void his warranty because the black box says, oh, you were going way too fast and pushing your car too hard and you were racing. And then, and then it's like, oh, and then his w warranty is voided. And that, so that could be used against you and stuff. And then another thing is it records information, which is, I mean, I mean, of course it's good for safety and stuff, but it's always an issue when who owns the information really, because the recorder, they could pretty much know your driving habits and stuff and know if you're yeah. wearing a seatbelt how heavy you are stuff like that so it is a safety concern but of course it's also privacy concern so in the end i think it's it's worth it i mean yeah i wouldn't mind if a car had a black box but i wouldn't mind if it didn't yeah, yeah. it's just yeah it's so just a good are. oh thing. yeah they aren't mandatory by the law or anything but yeah. many automakers choose to include them in their cars in august 2006 the NHTSA, that's a hard acronym, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, oh, issued an... that. What? I just thought I said I'd, I've heard of that. Oh. Just I think I have, too. They, I think they we've like talked about it before. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know. They issued an EDR rule that will apply to 2013 and later models. The rule standardizes the information EDRs collect and makes retrieving the data easier. So it doesn't require them. It just makes certain information standardized and stuff. Um, it's supposed to record 15 data elements, like different data elements. Oh, that's cool. That's a lot of stuff to record. Okay, um, Anthony, why don't we give our tire rating? So, Oh, cars. Yeah. How could we forget? I know, right? <laughs> okay, so what we do, um, start doing now, we are going to give out we a... just started. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to give out a tire rating, you know, like a star rating for movies. So. Five tires, because originally it was going to be four, and then we had a little argument, but then it's like, oh, wait, cars have a spare tire, and then, and I like so, the five tire rating system better. So, like, <laughs> if you, so, is it, like, four out of four, and then if you get the spare tire? Okay, it's like so it's, the like, the greatest movie. Yeah, so, it's, like, four out of four, like, five out of five stars, but it's four out of four tires, and then if you get the spare tire award, it's, like, amazing. Okay, so, so Anthony, what would you rate it? I would give it a three and a half tire out of five tires. Wait, how does that even three and a half tires? I don't know. Someone chopped the tire in half. Yeah. <laughs> I would give it probably I'd give it a four out of four tires. Out of four or five? Four out of four. I don't I don't know if I'd four out of five. Yeah, yeah. it'd be four out of five. So that's yeah. The, five, yeah. the spare tire is like for special, intense, but awesome. But I really liked that, so well, I don't know. Really I might like, give it a five. Give, give it what you feel. I mean, no one's stopping you. I know. I don't know. It was just so good, you know? Like, I didn't see any, like, problems with it. I think I'm going to give it the spare tire award because I really liked it. Oh, by now, the way. Pixar can put that on their website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
And again, you can check us out on Facebook. We're just Kids in Cars on Facebook. You know, go there, like us on Facebook, and uh, uh, write, uh, um, tell us something or ask questions that we can mention or answer on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids in Cars. It's Remember, been fun. we're here to drive you crazy on the Voice of America <laughs> Kids Network. Thanks for listening to Kids in Cars. Your hosts will be back next Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll catch you next week.